Well, 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 look who got a live feed. So we are trying this for the first time. Uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is Tyler Robertson. I am the CEO and founder of Diesel Laptops. We are trying a live feed here, not only on LinkedIn, if you follow me on there, but we're on YouTube and we're on Facebook at the same time. So we thought this would be a great new thing to try. I've been reading some books about doing some different marketing things. I think this is a great thing for us. So we're going to find out. But before I get into who our guest is, and we do have a special guest here today. He was on episode 11 of the DL. So I got John Gilly here, where he's the CEO and founder of trucktractortrailer.com. He's going to be talking to us. We're going to see where he was at. Um, we kind of met right before all the lockdowns really started happening. So I'm curious to see how things are going with him. But before I get into that, I just want to reiterate with everybody about the free event we have coming up here in May. It's our virtual truck repair expo. So virtualtruckrepairexpo.com. And look how fancy we got here. I think I can even show some banner ads on here on what's going on and where to go to. So you're going to want to check out this event. It's happening in May 6th and 7th. We're giving away over $50,000 worth of diagnostic tools. We have 40 vendors that are going to be there. But even more importantly, there are essentially two tracks that are going on for live speaking. So we have one geared specifically for diesel technicians. In that track, we're going to have all kinds of free training, everything from wheel ends to admissions to engine failures, to turbo analysis, all kinds of great information that you are going to want and share with everybody. Again, 100% free event taken over two days. And the other thing we have is we have another track with a bunch of live speakers. I have authors. Wes Berry is going to be there. He has a book called Big Things Have Small Beginnings. Very similar story to Diesel Laptops. Literally took a florist company, a brick and mortar all the way from a one little store to selling over $750 million over the course of his career. So, and not only that, we're live. So what I'd really love to see is if people could put comments in there. So this is great. I've been wanting to play with this feature and test this feature. So I already see someone saying hello in there. So let's see if this works. I should be able to click this button. And Joey, hello, very good to see you guys again as well. So we do work with you guys. We obviously do a lot in the off-highway industry. We really love what's going on in that industry. We appreciate the work you guys are doing with us here. Um, but with all that said, feel free to drop comments, questions. This is live. We have no problem talking to you. Who knows? Maybe we'll even get some other surprise guests. We'll see what happens. Uh, but for now, I would really like to introduce John Gilly to the conversation. So John, welcome to the first live event I have ever done, man. How is it oh, going? Great. Happy to be your guinea pig, Tyler. So, you know, I literally was talking to someone yesterday, like, man, this could be a disaster, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. don't worry, I'll be on there heckling you the whole time. I'm like, oh, great, <laughs> oh, great. We'll, we'll see yeah. how it goes. So, very great. awesome. I see I see Chris Edwards and Jamie Woldridge, uh, Jr. He's uh, from ID, IMDA on Facebook. So, it's awesome. I'm seeing the comments come in. Things are working. It's working pretty well. Wow. So, John. It's been a year, man. We we were here like March a year ago. We weren't yeah. locked down yet. I think we must have locked down like right right after that or right. I I don't know. It was pretty close. Well, it it was, and I will tell you, we I I, I drove over to see the, the your new building, the tour of the of the facility. Thought it was great, and as I was leaving to rush back to Charlotte Airport to get what I thought would be the last flight home, you say to me, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast?" I go, yeah, great. I'll come back down. And you say, no, let's do one right now. And next thing I know, it was three, two, one. The lights are on in that beautiful studio of yours. And um, the whole time, my wife, Pam, is texting me, 
hey, you know, our son Tate has to get out of the out of London. He was doing study abroad. Uh, Spencer was in Atlanta at Emory. Should we get him home? And you're asking me questions about, you know, truck, tractor, trailer, and we're we're talking about diesel laptops. And we had we had a it worked. But after that, I raced back to Charlotte. But yeah, it, it was just on the cusp of everything melting down. Yeah, I, I remember that. I thought the sky was falling. I thought my business was going to dive off a cliff. You know, yeah. as a business owner, you're like, oh, yeah. your revenue is increasing. It'll, it, it's never going to go to zero, right? Like that never happens in business. Never, ever. It's like the worst yeah. fear. And all of a sudden, lockdowns start happening. I thought that's where it was going. Well, I remember going back and forth with you on that because there was probably, uh, you know, like most founder CEOs, we we have each other's shoulders to cry on during tough times. Um, uh, seldom do we celebrate uh, enough with each other. We're always using each other as, you know, shoulders and 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 others to, you know, test ideas. I remember during the meltdown, I was doing. I think you know this. We talked about an eleven on episode eleven. Uh, I was in the middle of fundraising, getting our growth capital. Well, well, guess what? Like you, you have a sustained business that was producing revenue already and growing. I was just kicking things off. Um, so I have a new chapter for my book. It's going to, you know, my the book is Building TTT. Um, one of my chapters is going to be, you know, fundraising during a pandemic. <laughs> um, so not only is uh, running a startup fun during a pandemic, but try fundraising during a pandemic. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, how did, how did that go? Right. You're trying to get this thing going. Yeah. You can't really go in person anymore. Yeah. How, how did, how did you guys deal with that? Cause it's different doing this remotely versus like sitting across the table from someone and building a relationship. Well, well, I, I think if you remember again, going back to episode 11, we could not have predicted what was going to happen the next 12 months. We didn't know what was happening. Um, we built TTT to be cloud-based, to be remote before working remote, work from home was even cool, right? Um, we built it to be a, a big solution, solve problems, uh, to be efficient. But who would have known uh, that it would be, you know, a, a work from anywhere type of environment? Now we couldn't have predicted that. Um, so going back to uh, the, the fundraising, we eventually did uh, raise money during the pandemic at, at, at current valuation, which was not surprising to me because I thought we earned it. But yet it was very, um, it was, it was uh, you know, for 90 days, 120 days, like the rest of the world, it was touch and go. It really was. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I look back at it now and I was telling you before the podcast, I mean, we got fortunate. I mean, things picked up quick. Uh, we ended up adding about 40 employees and I'm in a record year. Things really turned out well, but it could have it could have not. I mean, I, I didn't think any of us expected it to, to play out like the way it did looking back in March and April. But why don't you just tell them real quick, what is what is TTP? Like, why don't you just explain to everybody what you built there and kind of why you did it? Yeah. So, uh, you know, trucktractortrailer.com is a platform. It's uh, people will put it in a marketplace bucket because you can, you know, sell use trucks, tractors, and trailers. And then it's also buyers can come in, they register to get pre-qualified and they can buy. It's a one-stop total solution. When we were meeting last March, it wasn't quite there yet. We still had a couple of steps in the Indian solution to embed. We have done that even during the pandemic. Happy to announce we now have a, uh, a, a delivery uh, service not too far from you, um, uh, Alliance Driveaway Service, that's uh, Tate, Lydia and Lijun Ji uh, business. 
we brought um, uh, uh, Lee June and Tate on board probably in July of last year, uh, right in the height of the pandemic. So we 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 had an intent solution there. Uh, but it is a it's a virtual platform. It is, um, uh, and, and this is no knock on Ritchie Brothers or the other auction houses, but it's a pre-auction solution so that you don't a, a seller doesn't have to take their asset to sell to an auction. Uh, it's a direct model, meaning the owner of the asset, a fleet, a carrier, a direct lender, whoever owns that asset. And also we have dealers that own the title and, and they want to use TTT uh, to list their asset for sale. Um, and, 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 and way more than just a, a listing site, which we think we do a pretty decent job of listing and promoting assets, uh, we're a transaction site. So you can actually, the buyer comes in and uh, can negotiate directly with the seller. And of course, when you think about um, the advantage of that, you're disintermediating the value chain, meaning you're eliminating all of the middle steps of the process. So you're, you're working out, cutting out cost and redundancy to provide this true direct solution from seller to buyer. Pretty cool. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, for anyone watching live, if you have specific questions for either me or John, feel free to drop them in there. We'll do our best to uh, to answer them if we're going as yeah. we're going along here. So on, I know what my challenges are as a CEO and, and kind of where we're at. So what are some of your what are some of the biggest challenges, you know, as a founder and CEO of a company trying to trying to get traction? Wow, it's it's interesting. So I, I think what makes TTT unique is that we are a two sided marketplace. So we have to both serve the, the sellers and the buyers. And we have to, uh, for us, provide good value to both sides of the, of the marketplace to uh, the desired outcome is a win-win. The seller wins, the buyer wins. So that's that's first and foremost is the, is the value proposition to the market. Um, I, I would think on a day-to-day -day basis for me, it's about, um, it's about people. Pillar one for us, we have four pillars, people, product, revenue, and you know, finance, legal, and administration. And in a way, revenue and, and, and the administrative part is the easier part. The, the harder part is, is the who, right? Uh, once you set it, once you develop your why and your purpose, why you're in business, what's your purpose, what problem are you solving? It comes down to who's going to actually pull this off. So for me, I spend the majority of my time, 99% of my time with the team, thinking about uh, the current team thinking about filling gaps and voids on what additional talent I need to top grade the team. And when I say top grade, Tyler, you know this, you and I are big fans of retention and development. Uh, when I say top grading, I'm not suggesting turnover. I'm suggesting that uh, we're always focused on elevating individually and also as a team. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of our big challenges now is um, finding people. <laughs> so, yeah. so one of the biggest challenges we have right now, I mean, literally 20 open job positions. And so by mm -hmm. the way, if anyone's listening and you're interested in working for us, just go to diesellaptops.com and find <laughs> careers. I'll put that shameless plug in there. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it, it's, it's really interesting. And our, our VP of HR was just on a call with, uh, with the state of South Carolina, essentially a local community yeah. college put together. It's not just us, it's everybody. But he said, he goes, you know, we have uh, you know, soulless corporations on there. We got small businesses on there. We have, you know, every industry you can think of. But he goes, and everyone's kind of giving their sob story until the guy comes on that's in charge of hiring for the police department. He goes, guys, it's 2021. I'm trying to hire police officers. <laughs> like, uh, nobody's right. even applying for this job. So we all got our unique challenges, I think, out there in the, in the world today and everything. 
Yeah. Um, so, but it, it's been it's been great to see you guys going. So, what's changed? I know. Hopefully, people go back and watch episode eleven. Yeah. Like, what's new? I know I've seen you talking on Facebook, the Holy Grail yeah. and EV, and you know, you got all kinds of things going on now. It, I I, w- I would say we we always built TTT to be big, right? So we we have to grow into that vision. We 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 are quickly doing that. So. For me, it's about going back to the who. Uh, recently, we've added, you know, Jamie Wooldridge is on the call uh, today. Hi, Jamie. Jamie and I worked together, you know, since the early 90s at uh, Aramark, and we kind of grew up together. There he is. Um, thanks, Jamie. And uh, we, we recently brought Jamie on um, as a board member and also as an investor uh, to, to provide oversight on Pillar 3 revenue. So, Jamie, uh, you know, we, we always thank our investors for investing in TTT. Then we take their money, deposit the money and say, all right, now we got to put you to work. So uh, Jamie uh, actually uh, does a terrific job as a board member, uh, a champion sponsor of our revenue stream. There's no one better in B2B services uh, than Jamie Woldridge to lead that category for us. Uh, in early December, um, we, uh, Greg Freire, uh was retired from TA Truck Service. Everyone knows uh, on, on our audience who TA is in Travel Centers of America. Greg was one of my earlier sponsors. Uh, um, he was on the executive team of TA, uh, always a, a good uh, advocate of TTT early on, I'm, uh, back in the ideation stage. Um, and of course, we use TA Truck Service for inspections. Uh, we don't think there's anyone better in this space uh, to do that for us. They're credible. They have good data. Uh, they, they're a terrific team member, um, both on the, uh, the execution part on inspection, but also on the co-marketing. And they have an impeccable reputation. Greg needed something to do. He was he needed to uh, go to work and we talked and uh, he joined. He you know joined as an investor and he's you know now running the day-to-day operations, which is awesome because it frees me up to focus on um, you know, the, the next generation of TTT, which will include uh, our media business, which is we're, we're calling Stream, um, inspired by you, by the way, Tyler, and, and your beautiful studio. And then our, our third part of our uh, trifecta or the holy grail is GreenIslandDV.com. It's a digital dealership, uh, a TTT asset, really focused on the EV space. Um, I am sworn to secrecy. I can't discuss more than that, but it's coming. So we think about it, Tyler, we have a, a, a three-pronged um, equation now I'm focused on. The e-commerce part plus media plus EV. So we have TTT exchange plus stream plus Green Island equals the holy grail. So I get asked this question all the time. I was just uh, invited to speak for University of San Diego doing a virtual thing. And I kind of give my story and, you know, a hand shoots up. And then the very first question he asks, what are you going to do about electric vehicles? Aren't you going to be out of business when EVs come? And I'm like, you know, that's a great point. Keep in mind, 99.99% of the market today is heavy truck. These things are around for 20 years, 10 years to get where they're at. But it is coming. And there's also opportunity where we see that. We've had a couple EV companies approach us for training. Uh, and supporting their network. So we think there's opportunities there for those things. Where do yeah. you see the EV market going? You seem to follow this pretty well. And you come out of the bus industry. People probably don't know your background, maybe, yeah. that are watching this, that are yeah. familiar with you. Um, I, I see, you know, there's, there's a, for me in my seat, um, and again, I have the the luxury of being in the middle of this market. Uh, I'm, you know, 
trucking, the public transportation sector, school busing, public transit. Uh, I, I sit at the center of, of most of it. Um, I don't control it. I'm a fan of it. I'm a junkie, right? Like, like you and your, and your world. I think there's a gravitational pull towards autonomous electric. Uh, when is that going to occur? When is that going to realize fully in scale? Who knows? However, I do think that's where we end up. So for business leaders like you and I, we have to now, uh, for me and you, look at where the market is going to end up, what's the gravitational pull, and then we work backwards to make a market in, in, that, in that path forward. Uh, so what do I think is going to adapt first that I think you should be cognizant of, Tyler, um, is I, I think the public transit sector first. School busing, you know, one of the sectors I came out of, public transit. Uh, which is um, one of the focal points of Green Island is going to be on the microtransit unit, eventually autonomous electric, but certainly microtransit. I, I think also if you look at your neighborhood and my neighborhood, uh, every 20 minutes there seems to be a, a last mile delivery vehicle, be it Prime, which is the Amazon product, uh, FedEx, UPS, the Postal Service, um, and I think, uh, although today they're loud and they're smelly, I, I, if you fast forward 18 to 24 months from now, you're gonna see a rapid migration to electric in those last mile delivery units. So, um, yeah. I was gonna say, so in the, in the school bus industry, I remember last year yeah. seeing videos on, or people posting on Facebook in these groups, oh, here's yeah. the EV buses, they're, they're yeah. here. I mean, those things are already there today they're in there. that industry, yeah. right? There, so uh, a plug out to uh, you know my friend Mark Bedard, who is the founder CEO of Line Electric. He was one of the uh, the first in in the uh, electrified uh, school buses. Uh, I you know I think full disclosure, people know I I was an advisor to Mark for about five years during his early uh, early cycle here in the states, especially. Um, but now you know there's other players that are in the market in a big way, like Proterra, John Walsh, who I worked with. Um, and Jack Allen came out of Navistar is now chairman and CEO of Proterra. Uh, so these are these are folks that you know that are right from the, our diesel world, from you know the fossil world, that are now gravitating to a, a, the electric side. Very interesting. Um, so it, you can you can tell it's going that way. But for you, Tyler, I, I look at it this way: there is a need for diagnostics. There is a need for um, technical expertise in this space. I would say even more so. I think the business model for you changes. Uh, it doesn't remain the same, of course, but I think there's an even bigger play for you longer term. Yeah, we we feel the same way. And one of the comments you made a, a couple of minutes ago was, you know, when do when do robots driving trucks take over? Right. I mean that's yeah. a question a lot of people are asking. So yeah. during our virtual truck repair expo, we have one of the, the foremost experts. He's worked for the uh, U.S. government. He's worked for foreign governments. He's worked for corporations, universities. He actually is going to do a great presentation on all the different technologies. And I was surprised about drones and robots and yeah. cameras and, and all the complexity. And I, I think people that are working on trucks today and own shops need yeah. to get really good at electrical, whether it's EV trucks or robots driving trucks, yeah. because... They're going to be a lot if they're if they're confused today how these things work. Yeah, they're in big trouble five or ten years from now if they plan to be around that long. Yeah, I, so my comment to that is this: the, the people that I see making the uh, that migrate from legacy to contemporary future, uh, 
uh, it's 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 less about technical skill because those things can be learned. I think the biggest challenge people have is having an open mind and and embracing the change. Uh, because I will tell you, and you know this, you know the the old world that you and I left in chapter in, in episode eleven last March, that world's gone, right? And and just in the last thirteen or fourteen months since we we met there in that studio last March, the world has flipped upside down, right? It's it's it it's changed. And we talk uh, with with the coronavirus. We talk in waves: wave the first wave, the second wave. I think you can also uh, almost tie in digital transformation and and technical transformation in transportation, especially that will now come in waves. Uh, the first wave is is behind us. Uh, look what happened the last thirteen months. People, it would have cost me about a billion dollars to educate. Uh, people in the trucking community on how to do business online, to uh, use, you know, to, to, to do their business on their phone. Right. Yep. I don't have to do that. Now the coronavirus took care of that (laughs) overnight. They basically everyone to survive, to run their business, uh, to stay in connection with people had to move to video conferences like this zoom. I never heard of zoom. Uh, before coronavirus. I, I'm now on Google Meets. I don't do phone calls anymore. I'm on Google Meet all day. Um, so it's very interesting how the world has basically flipped upside down in a way, TTT, what I've built, what we've built with this digital platform um, was built for these times. So, you know, we're, we're, we're benefiting from the, the, the transformation. Well, I want to talk about our virtual truck repair expo again a little yeah. bit. I know I keep plugging it here. It's a passion yeah. of mine. I was thinking about it for years. We obviously did launched it really quick last year. We had about 2000 people show up. Um, you know, I was afraid nobody would show up this year. <laughs> this year, we're still a you know, week and a half out from this thing. And we've already had over 2,500 people pre-register. Amazing. So we're, we're excited to be there. And I believe they're going to be able to find you there as well. Are they not? Yeah, well, hopefully we're uh, you're referring those twenty five hundred people over, and we'll uh, you know give them a prize for registering and getting pre qualified once they you know buy or sell their their used trucks. So I know that's got like you said earlier, that's your challenge. You got a marketplace, yeah. you need buyers and you need sellers. Yeah, um, we're trying to do a very similar thing with truck parts. I I think I got buyers. Now I'm trying to convince sellers to sell online, and that's just yeah. blowing their minds. On well, I got brick and mortar stores. People like to call me. I'm like. Yeah, so did Blockbuster, right? But you know, the world the world's definitely changed. And I, I don't think COVID necessarily changed it as much. I think what COVID really did is it sped it all up. And yes. people yeah. started to really reevaluate how they really do business. And I can tell you as a business, we were much more profitable last year because we stopped going to trade shows, we stopped doing a bunch of marketing functions, yeah. and we stopped traveling. So yeah. it was it was funny how we realized maybe we didn't need to do these things all the time to begin with as well. Um, so before I let you talk there for a second, someone was just asking in the comments how they get to the expo. Just put it on the little ticker down below. 100% free event. Plus, we're giving away tools. John's going to be there with his crew. They got a booth. They're going to be talking about everything there. You can talk to them more as well. Um, so, John, what, what's next for you guys? What are, what are you guys trying to get through this year? What's, what's the big goals? Well, we're launching. We just finally launched our marketing campaign. Very excited about that. You know, I, 
you know, for you, your other founders out there that might be tapping into this or, um, you know, uh, potential founders of companies and startups, you don't have to spend a lot of money on marketing to get your brand out there. We, you know, TTT, we have, I, I think today, Tyler, we just hit 2000 followers to our company, our LinkedIn company page. Yep. We've, spent, we've spent absolutely zero dollars on that. Uh, it's happened all organically. And, and we feel fortunate. We, we have a brand that people gravitate to. But up until three weeks ago, we were spending no more than $500 a month. Uh, and that was typically on, on Facebook ads. Uh, other than that, we spend no money on marketing. So, you know, as of three weeks ago, we kicked our marketing into gear. So what you can expect to see more of is more TTT, uh, getting the word out, uh, us scaling now, moving faster, certainly bringing a, a guy like Jamie Woolridge on, uh, a master of growth, knows how to do it um, with high expectations. And we're pretty, we're pretty excited. Yeah. And I think for our keynote speaker, Wes, that's why I connected with him so much was in his, in his book. And he was on one of my podcast episodes. He basically has his father and mom run this flower shop and he's yeah. got this ambition, young guy, like I'm going to go yeah. grow this thing and grow this thing. He finally convinces his dad to, to let him take over the marketing function. So his dad says, you know what? You have full control to go grow this thing, any marketing efforts you want. And he's all happy. The next sentence is, but you have zero budget to go do it. Right. So, so, and, and you know what? The guy did it. I mean, he, he literally turned it into over a hundred countries and did all these things. And he's got a great story. And it was the same thing you're talking about. It's the same thing through diesel laptops went through. I didn't yeah. have budgeting money when I started the company. It was just me and my dining room table. I, I, I had no one knew who I was. No one knew who my brand was. Yeah. And it's nothing you can just turn a light switch on. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes consistency. Yeah. It takes putting the right message for it. So and, it's, and, and also, yeah. Tyler, I know that you, you agree with me. It also takes your team. Uh, we can't do what we do without our, our, our team. Not only the top five people we surround ourselves with, but each of our top five people have their top five people. And, and once you have one or two levels deep of A players, uh, a very strong inner circle that are buying into what we're, you're doing, like I have a TTT, like you have a diesel laptops, that makes life worth living. And, and it makes it so much easier. Yep. So I'm going to wrap it up, but I, I got to put okay. Chris Jolly up here because Chris has been on my podcast as well. Oh. I've been following him for a little bit. Um, same thing. Great guy. He literally does a great podcast on the whole the whole uh, transportation, logistics, brokering, everything. So it's been great following your story as well, Chris. I know we comment each other all the time on LinkedIn. It's been, it's been great following you on there and everything. Now. Well, so with that, John, if, if people want to get a hold of you, they want to learn more, where, yeah. where, should, they, where should they head to? Uh, they can go to uh, trucktractortrailer.com. Uh, and also there, we have a, a banner ad for diesel laptops. You can click on that. It gets right to you to Tyler's uh, site. We do a lot of things like that to support one another. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. And uh, I'll be at the, the virtual expo here on, on May 6th and 7th with Tyler. Yep. So I really hope we get everyone that's watching this sign up for the event 100% free. And I'm giving away a bunch of stuff. All the exhibitors like John are helping pay for it. But yeah, any money we you. make is definitely getting donated to charity. Um, so we do it more for the industry. Not really, you know, it's not a profit thing for us. We're just out there trying to keep, you know, building out and helping people out. So with that, I really appreciate everyone watching the first live event ever. I feel like I did it okay, John. Do, hopefully, no hopefully, yeah. hopefully people are watching. We'll, we'll find out, I guess, once it rolls. So with that said, everyone, enjoy the rest of your day. And as I end everything, it's not just diagnostics, it's diagnostics done right. 
And we love working with John over there at truckcatchertrailer.com. So Thanks, see you guys later. All right. See you guys.